Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. In sending a message to anyone in any other area who might try to take advantage of the situation, not to. Uh, and whether that's uh, in the north uh, with um, uh, Hezbollah and uh, Lebanon, whether it's uh, in the West Bank uh, or whether it's elsewhere. Uh, we've sent that message very clearly and we've sent it directly and we've sent it through uh, other countries. When you spoke with uh, your counterpart in Israel, when the president spoke with the prime minister, did they ask specifically for help from the U.S.? So we, as you know, Dana, provide significant assistance to, uh, to the Israelis. We have, ever since then-President Obama signed mm -hmm. a, a memorandum of understanding with Israel to provide $3.8 billion a year in military assistance. Wow. Crediting Obama, that's, that's rich, Anthony Blinken. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. The attacks took place on the Jewish holiday of Simchas Torah. It involved a full-scale attack from the air and an attack from the ground. Hamas terrorists pouring into the southern parts of Israel, killing who they could, including the women and children, when they weren't raping the women, when they weren't kidnapping women and children, as well as Israeli Defense Force soldiers. The claim now is that Hamas has 163 kidnapped Israelis. What led to this attack? That's just it. It was a surprise. Israel was caught flat-footed. I don't like saying it, but that's exactly what happened. Israel was caught flat-footed. Heads will roll. It's not enough even to fire people as far as I see it. Massage in bet, the U.S. Uh, intelligence apparatus. Nobody knew that Hamas terrorists were building this level of missiles in Gaza. They didn't see where all the shipments were coming from? You're telling me they've gotten so good at hiding this, of getting that the, the money and the arms from Iran? Did it come from North Korea? Did it come from Russia? Somebody knows something. Yet 700 Israelis are dead. And it might very well be more. As a matter of fact... I would bet money on the fact that it's more. Now, where does this lead us in the United States? I will get to that because if you're going to tell me from the Anti-Defamation League that I shouldn't speak honestly about the politics of the thing because it'll prevent the United States from coming together, let me tell you, the United States is already prevented from coming together and it's all on the political left. Well, 99%. I'll prove that coming up. But first, Joe Hogsett's busted lip. Joe Hogsett was MIA. Again, he had a series of events that he missed. The claim is that Joe Hogsett 
wasn't around missed events because he was wearing flip-flops, took out the trash, tripped, busted his lip. The Marion County GOP is calling for transparency from Mayor Hogsett. Saying, and I quote in their statement, this just doesn't make sense. To his credit, the mayor is not a vain man. We've all seen him dance. He shaves his head for charity. We find it hard to believe he missed a week of work because of a busted lip. And they want to know because they believe indie residents uh, have a right to know what day did this injury happen? Where? Where was Hogsett treated? When was he released? What is the full extent of the injury and why didn't the public know? Is Joe Hogsett lying about a busted lip? He's in the middle of a divorce. Was it something else? Speculate away. Speculate away. I don't know why the man has a busted lip, and I don't know why he missed a a week of work. But it is absolutely correct for people to say, I want to know where my mayor was. This Democrat Party will hide everything and anything. And we have a media apparatus that just doesn't seem curious. I'm curious. Where was he? Where was Joe when he busted his lip? What happened next? And why weren't Hoosiers told, like, the next day? It's just a busted lip. Seems like a weird thing to keep quiet for a week. On that... The Republican Party is right. It's a public official. It's the mayor. I think the people have a right to know. So how about just those basics? How about just where he was treated? How about how come we couldn't know about a busted lip the day it happened? That seems odd. Very odd. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. This attack in Israel is not just about Israel. It is absolutely about the United States. Because whether it was in New York or whether it was in Tampa or an event planned for Indianapolis on Thursday, Democratic Socialists cheered. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Democratic Socialists are communists. Communists are anti-Semites. This is not a stretch. These are facts. I am saying this about people like Jesse Brown candidate in Indianapolis for city council, for the city county council. Follow his Twitter feed. This guy who talks about the need for housing for all, his whole website in this run are the fist. This is the guy who beat Zach Adamson in the primary. Democrats are going to vote for this commie who supports the murder of 700 Israelis, supports the attack. Follow his feed. Democratic Party. This is what you're going to do? Throw your support behind Libby Glass, the libertarian. 
Don't allow this guy on your city county council. What are you, insane? Follow the feed. Follow his support for the devastation and destruction. Take a look at the rallies that they had in New York, in Florida, and realize that the problem isn't just in Israel. The problem is here. It exists right here. Day of Resistance, Free Palestine, on Monument Circle, on Thursday. The Party for Socialism and Liberalism, Students for Justice in Palestine, that's an an anti-Semitic group from the word go. Indy Surge, S-U-R-J, was one of the groups that wanted to do, uh, they wanted to do the critical race theory training in schools. Was that them? Everybody who supported Black Lives Matter, which is a so, which is a Marxist organization, do you understand how wrong you were now? Do you understand how wrong you were? Tom Linebarger, how you doing? I know you're not with Cummins anymore. You realize you were wrong, right? You realize all your wokeness was a giant mistake, right? This is what you're supporting. You were wrong. You were wrong. You want me to say it again? You were wrong. Not too late. Make the change. They celebrated the death of Israelis. They celebrate because they believe in the destruction of Israel. They showed up in New York with signs that shared a swastika. Signs of, posters of swastikas. A lot of people have been engaging. I've had, I had this conversation yesterday. I saw Mark Levin discuss this, that these Hamas terrorists, they're not terrorists, they're Nazis. I am not going down that path. You might think it, but I think we keep words where they need to be. You can engage a conversation, a comparison about tactics, if you will. Feel free. And of course, we're talking about the attack that took place uh, over the weekend that continues uh, to happen. There is no word that there isn't still uh, members of Hamas coming across the border, although Israeli defense forces say that the Gaza has been sealed uh, that it, from, from the sea and from uh, the, the land side, that the attacks continue as uh, Israel responds to the massive attack from Gaza, and they admit, they admit that it was indeed a surprise. They are very clear about this. I'm sure there'll be books written about what happened here uh, with this surprise attack, which was said, we said it out loud, it was a surprise attack, uh, combined offensive. This will be talked about a lot. Right now, I think our directive is to talk about what's actually happening on the ground, is getting back our safety and severely degrading Hamas capability in the Gaza Strip. Sadly, they've taken, they're using people as human shields 
and all their headquarters are uh, entrenched in civilian community. There are attacks from last night in Sajai and Bet Khanun are where the launching pads for hundreds of terrorists that came into Israel. That's the situation. That's where we're at. And this attack that has killed 700, and I believe that number will go up, is getting cheered. It doesn't stop people like Mehdi Hassan from MSNBC from engaging in a conversation that is false. Allow me. Price. And you have to understand, when we talk about Gaza in the West, for a lot of people, it's very easy to conflate Hamas, which is a militant group that carries out acts of vicious terror, as they did this weekend, with Gaza, which is a place that contains 2.2 million people, Alex, half of them children. Half of the 2.2 million people are children. And it's one of the most densely populated places on planet Earth. You've got 2.2 million people crowded into 141 square miles. So they automatically become the victims of Israeli airstrikes because it's so crowded, because it's so densely populated. And it's basically like living, Alex, in an open air prison. And those the quote-unquote Palestinians, I believe, voted for Hamas. If there's 2.2 million people, you may have to take on Hamas. I would support this on every level. But it might be too late for that. And I certainly am not going to listen to a conversation that involves, well, Israel needs to understand. Israel needs to understand. I think it's been 50 years since the Yom Kippur War, never mind just Israeli existence uh, in, in, in this modern day. Maybe it's enough. That's my take, is that it's enough. My take, uh, that Israel has suffered enough. My take, they've been patient enough. My take, they have tried hard enough. Yasser Arafat wouldn't take the deals. Mahmoud Abbas, who is a terrorist in his own right, won't take deals. There are no deals to take or no deals that can be taken because these people don't take deals. And here in the United States, how does Israel get described? It may be that this Israeli government, this extreme right Israeli government under the leadership of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu feels it has no choice but to launch a major ground offensive inside of Gaza to rescue these Israeli hostages. And if it comes to that, if there is major fighting inside of those densely populated urban centers in Gaza City, in Khan Yunus, then what is already a high High death toll likely to rise higher. You see, it's extreme to go rescue people. That's extreme. Extreme right Benjamin Netanyahu. That could have been written by the Indiana Democratic Party. I think extreme is that we in Indiana don't condemn groups like Surge. We don't condemn these Democratic Socialists. We don't condemn Andre Carson, who doesn't condemn Hamas. We don't condemn Rashida Tlaib, who doesn't condemn Hamas. And that we can have a guy running for city county council who supports the socialists. Republicans and Democrats should come together and support the libertarian Libby Glass in that race. 
save Indianapolis the embarrassment and save Indianapolis the possible damage. Today, guys. I have no idea who Michael Chiarello is. Do you? He's on Food Network. Have you ever heard of a Michael Chiarello? Celebrity chef and Food Network star. That's how the story goes. I'm like, I... There's a lot of celebrity chefs. I'm, I am like three videos away from being a celebrity chef. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, he died. An acute allergic reaction leading to anaphylactic shock. Do I? It is unreal. I, sometimes you hear about the, the these stories, and you're like, "How do any of us live through anything?" The the little things, the strange things that can happen. It's it's remarkable. It is absolutely remarkable. I just, I mean, there was this, this story over there. I, I, I caught this one at Fox News. I'm like, I have never heard of the dude. And I, I, I kind of pay attention to food. I, I, I mean, I, I, I do. I, I think you're aware of that. Speaking of, there was a story. Here it is. From downtown Indy. The new additions, new food that's coming to Indianapolis. Never confuse the issues with me. I want Indianapolis to succeed. I want the success and I want to help. But I'm not going to pretend that the issues aren't there as so many in Indianapolis do, whether they have their signs high on the building, whether they own sports teams and won't discuss the issues of this city. I I don't know why they won't. It seems like they have all the reasons to. They're going to leave it to the radio guys? Okay. I mean, we'll do it because we're doing it. It's super weird, though. We've got real problems that should be addressed, but I want success. And nobody has been more of a proponent of the food scene of Indianapolis, never mind Indiana, than 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 me and this show. I mean, it just it just doesn't exist that there's anybody else who comes close. I mean, my gosh, we're the people right here at Tony Katz in the morning news. That brought you this. Cooking a steak, wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate. Cooking a steak, for goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. That's about Meatless Monday, people. Indianapolis actually passed a resolution years back saying you shouldn't have meat on a Monday. Some social justice nonsense rigmarole, bugaboo, silliness. By the way, does anybody know where that expression comes from, bugaboo? I I just don't know where it comes from. Meanwhile, I'm always like, have yourself some meat on a Monday. So this list, uh, Pigpen Barbecue is coming to uh, the Garage Food Hall. That's that's, uh, Matt Bear Stomping Grounds, by the way. You'll find Matt Bear there uh, four to 22 times a week uh, enjoying some kind of uh, refreshment. Three times a day. Three times a day. Expensive. So that is in between the four and 24 times a week. Thank you very much. 
Oh, okay. Because that'd be three times seven. That'd be 21. I know my mathematics. Amazing. Um, you've got uh, this, this new uh, pig pen barbecue. All right, the ribs, the pulled pork sandwiches, the mac and cheese, the beans, the coleslaw. Then uh, 31 West Ohio Monumental Coffee, which is going into the Sheridan. Remember, Starbucks pulled out. So happy uh, to see them. Rooster's Barbecue on Maryland Street in the Circle Center Dining Pavilion. Where in the world is the Circle Center Dining Pavilion? Is that what they're calling the food court now? Oh, you're right. Yeah, exactly I don't know if I am. Is. I'm asking. I, I, yes, you're correct. That's that's what they call the food court. <laughs> the Circle Center Dining Pavilion. Oh, that's awesome. It's on level three. Yes. And then there's uh, Burgesi, which is a burger place on Canal Walk. Wait. It features a completely dairy, meat, and egg-free menu. Whoa. It's all plant-based. I, guys, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you crush. There's an audience for it. Go get them. Make millions. They're on 9th Street, Sweet D, Burgeezy, B-U-R-G-E-E-Z-Y. You, you see, you think it'd be like, oh, no, they're meatless. <laughs> what are you kidding? I want success for Indianapolis. I want success. So I'm glad these things are opening. Hopefully it means good things for Indy. But if we don't honestly address the situation in Indy, things can't get better. This is not a time for cowards or weak men or women who want to just protect their little fiefdom. And as long as I'm getting my money for the city, I guess I won't complain. Speak honestly. The time is now. Your city is not okay. And we should have a hundred of these places coming. We should want that. There will be a gathering today. Put together by the Indianapolis Jewish Community Relations Council. Community gathering in solidarity with Israel. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I'll be in attendance. I definitely want to see who shows. I'm also curious to understand the purpose. This, of course, in the backdrop of the attack on Israel by Hamas, a terrorist organization. The number is now 800 confirmed dead and will rise throughout the day. The counteroffensive has begun after the attack that caught Israel by surprise. We're talking about intelligence agencies in Israel, Mossad, Shin Bet. Uh, we're talking about American intelligence uh, officials. <laughs> they didn't know. Forgive me. Excuse me. They didn't know uh, Hamas was building rockets, getting uh, the materials from Iran and from others. They didn't know that the plan was to literally invade Israel kill as many men as they could, rape and kill women that you weren't then going to kidnap as they kidnapped women and children and families. IDF forces, the IDF forces got overwhelmed. It is 1973 in the Yom Kippur War all over again. 
And the response, one would assume, has got to be one of totality. It has been 50 years since an offensive like this. It has to be 50 years before the next one. But I say they should go for 100. In order to do that, a couple things have to change. And one of those things is, of course, Iran. There is no dealing with the Ayatollah, the mullahs, the hardliners, the clerics. And the people who need to know this are Barack Obama and Joe Biden. There cannot be any appeasement of Iran. They cannot have $6 billion released to them. Now, this was clearly in the planning and has nothing to do with the $6 billion that got released. Remember, it wasn't a check written. Released as part of a prisoner swap. That $6 billion will go to the next attack. It isn't responsible for this attack. Do not let anybody anywhere tell you otherwise. Because that is a cute little blame feature. We have to recognize the issue. Hamas does not want peace nor a two-state solution. They want dead Jews. Iran does not want peace nor a two-state solution. They want dead Jews. And the Biden administration, like the Obama administration, engages a level of appeasement, thinking somehow Iran can be brought into the loop and into the community. They cannot. The Iranian people don't actually exist. They're Persians. And we should work to rid them of the Ayatollah and call it Persia again. And they will be our friend, and I cannot wait to shake their hand. The Biden administration fails to recognize the danger. And as I started with earlier today, when people were sending me texts and emails, Tony, I'm so sorry this has happened. This happened to all of us. It didn't happen to me because I'm Jewish. It happened to all of us. This is an attack on the free and thinking people of the world. And as many people have noted, if this level of attack can take place, and and one can argue with clarity that this involves sophistication, the massive barrage of rockets, then cutting of the fences, driving into Israel, they they were paragliding in, and they went to this concert uh, venue, and they murdered 250, 260 people because it was easy. In multiple places, multiple ports of entry, if you will. This was planned. It was developed. And you are not the only one who turned their gaze from Israel to the southern border of the United States and asked how many of those same terrorists just crossed our border. Again, an area where the Biden administration does not act from strength. And that if there is a response from Israel that is so great, what would keep these people from engaging responses right here in our soil? Because as Iran chants, death to America. This didn't happen to me because I'm Jewish, nor solely the Jewish community, although I understand on a very emotional level the gathering and showing a a bit of solidarity. I think it's good. I I, I, I commend it but you are as involved in this as I am. This is our fight.